me a mission, I got demons to slay. Communication made you talk in this way. Anxious world, what's going on, my good friends? I thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Anxiety About Anxiety podcast. Thank you all to all the supporters. I know I say this every single episode, but I could not do this without you guys. The support that I get, the um, <clears throat> the community that I have is steady growing. And I, I just want to say thank you, man. I really appreciate all you guys and all the guys support to, uh, you know, keep me motivated, to keep me going, to keep my eye on the uh, ultimate goal of changing that stigma or just creating a better view of mental health, you know, trying to show people that it's okay to not only express what we're going through, but to just advocate for it and not feel ashamed about what a person going to really think about you. Cause that's what we run into, right? Let's be honest. It's what a person going to think about you. How they going to judge you? Are they going to talk about you behind your back because you have anxiety or depression or uh, you you have bipolar or PTSD? You know, let's be honest. That's that's one of the, that's one reason a lot of people keep that stuff inside. So I just want to make this platform a safe, a safe place to be able to talk about those things. And that is what we're doing. Even with today's episode with a young lady by the name of Khadija Winter. I hope I said your name right. But uh, she's going to open up about her her experience with social anxiety and how it has affected her life. And she's just going to open up about it, you know, and how she copes with it. And uh, I do want to mention that she's an author. Uh, she's going to uh, tell you a little bit about her book. So I encourage you to, you know, go look, look for that book. Read it, please. And Khadija, thank you so much for opening up and being a voice. I personally know talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, social anxiety. My son has social anxiety and it's it's very tough for him to interact with people. He's not. A social butterfly at all you know he gets very nervous when he's when uh, say like when we go bowling sometime the coaches will come up to him or other other uh peers of his will come up to come up to him and try to talk to him and you know he'll kind of just clam up a little bit and try to back away or he looks down he don't really like to you know interact with too many people and i can see how that has affected him throughout the last couple years to be you know to be honest with you and so I know a little bit about that myself. I believe early on in life, I had social anxiety in certain situations. And like Khadija going to explain, you know, when she around people that she's comfortable with, friends and family that, you know, she's been around, you open up You're you're normal. You're like yourself. It's when you get in those situations that you don't really know people or you got to interact with new people and try to get to know them. That you kind of, you know, your social anxiety shows his, you know, his face. And I, I can remember being that way a long time ago as a teenager. You know, I just wasn't. Sometimes I think even as an adult, sometimes 
I don't have the words to say. You know, if a person's talking to me, I can start to feel a little uncomfortable, especially back then. And I didn't really know what to say or I was afraid to say something because I, I was afraid that it might not come out right, that I might sound crazy, you know. So I avoided a lot of situations with people a lot growing up. I just stayed to myself. I wanted to play ball, play basketball. I didn't want to go to none of the parties because I didn't like to interact with people. And, and to this day, I, I can't say that it's social anxiety for me per se. Maybe it's just me being antisocial. I have no clue. Like, I really, I stay to myself. You know, I don't really like to go around people too much. I don't like to be, you know, interacting with a lot of people no more. I don't know what that is. But, Khadija, I, I feel you. I see that in my son. He's he's a, he's a loner. He likes to stay to himself, you guys. You know, and I don't know how that's going to affect him throughout his life. You know, I try to talk to him about it and try to, try to, well, I will try to give him pointers and see if we can kind of, you know, make it a little bit more comfortable for him to go out into the, into the world. Cause he's about to be an adult soon and he's going to have to interact with people. But I, I, I fear lately I've been fearing that for him. I ain't going to even lie to you guys. I've been stressing it. I've been stressing about it because I'm, I'm scared for him because the world is a very cruel place. And, you know, people will, People are cruel sometimes, man. They will make a person really feel bad about themselves. And with his social anxiety and everything, I, I fear that. I fear that, you know, just to be really upfront. I fear that for him. And so, Khadija, thank you once again for being that voice. I really appreciate it. I really feel like people will get something from your story. And the title of this episode is Learning to Flourish despite social anxiety so once again thank you to all my listeners um if you got a story or you know somebody who got a story who would like to open up about their mental health experience i'm not even gonna say struggles just your mental health experience um just please email me at anxiety about anxiety at gmail.com or you can message me on facebook or instagram anxiety about anxiety and continue to follow the podcast and you know, tell a friend to tell a friend. And I'm going to come back next week and do what I got to do. And, yeah, everybody stay safe. Be blessed. I'll be back next week, everybody. Have a good one. Hi, my name is Khadija L. Winter. I am an author, a writer, a book blogger, a book reviewer. Um, my book, The Mafia Princess, is out now. And you can find it across all platforms like Barnes and Nobles, um, Amazon, um, Books a Million, etc. So, the mental health disorder that I suffer from is called the social anxiety disorder, which is a chronic mental health condition in which social interaction causes irrational anxiety. Uh, for people who suffer from social anxiety disorder, everyday interaction causes irrational anxiety or self-consciousness or fear um, or worry about embarrassing yourselves. So that is something that people who suffer from social anxiety disorder, like myself, constantly go through every single day. Um, symptoms of social anxiety 
includes like the fear of being judged on what you said, what you did, how you interacted with someone, or even the way you fear about the way something you said may have came across. So that's always one thing in mind while you're interacting with people, but also humiliation. You worry about um, if you said the right thing or if you embarrass yourself or humiliate yourself based on the way you said this thing or interacted with this person or how you um, presented something. It's just things that other people don't worry about. We tend to worry about times 10. But overall, my experience with social anxiety disorder has been been an interesting one. Um, I realized at 17 that something was different from the way I was. I wasn't really having um, joy or happiness with interacting with people socially, especially those who I didn't know. Those who knew me, it was different. It's always different. However, the people that like I do not know or get to know or or trying to know me, or just, like, random things of that nature, there's always anxiety there. Um, but I didn't really think nothing of it. I I chopped it up to going through puberty, trying to find myself, about to graduate high school. Everyone goes through this, right? It wasn't until I went to college that I actually thought, hmm, maybe people don't get anxiety when it comes to Um, meeting new people. Maybe people don't practice greetings in the mirror before going out to social events. Um, Maybe people don't have irrational fears about how they will act at a party or how someone would take something they said at a party. So um, that sort of thing was always something that lingered in the back of my mind. So It made interaction fairly interesting with other people. Um, Having social anxiety and trying to interact with people, especially when it's not something treated. I should probably say that. It's very difficult because it makes you want to seclude into yourself and not actually interact with people because you don't want something you do say or something of that nature to be taken the wrong way you embarrass yourself you embarrass them or you make them feel uncomfortable in tune making you feel uncomfortable so that's always a thing with dealing with social anxiety um and then as an author dealing, dealing with social anxiety is is really interesting especially when you're meeting people who um love your book or who wanted to meet you or who messaged you on Facebook or Instagram. For people who say (laughs) I took a while to respond, even if it was like an hour or two, it took a while because I had to reread my message to make sure it doesn't come off as offensive or someone um, mistook something I said, even though um, I meant no offense to it, things of that. See, that's the type of thing that goes through people with social anxiety disorder head. Um, 
that's a very good example of it. But being an author and dealing with this is uh, is really interesting. So I find the way for me to cope with it is sometimes I would say to myself, okay, I need a minute. And for that to me is removing myself from a situation where I feel anxiety to a certain level, finding myself in a corner somewhere or away from it all and just taking a couple of cleansing breaths and remember, reminding myself that it's all right. You got this. You're fine. Or even um, physically doing things like yoga or meditation has been really, really helpful. Yoga teaches you um, certain breaths or certain breathing techniques that I find in the moment is helpful. Um, It helps regulate your heart back to the right um, pattern to beat. It helps clear your head. It helps take away the anxiety um, in that moment. If you're doing the breath uh, repetitively and the correct way in that moment, it does help with the anxiety. And yoga just helps clear your head overall and just make you feel amazing um and then also meditation it helps centers you and it helps you remind yourself the benefits of you know taking your breath and everything um so that's pretty much how I cope with with having social anxiety but also having a supportive circle having people who know um, this is something I go through. This is something that I have. It doesn't make me less of a person. But also, I want you to, at times, push me out of my comfort zone. And I have friends that do that for me. And they know how to push me. And they know how to read the cues that I don't often know that I'm giving off. To realize that I don't want to be pushed in this moment. Or I don't want to deal with something in this moment. And it's it's interesting because I'm very much... I'm kind of reclusive. Um, when I'm deep in, in anxiety or in, deep in a social interaction where I don't want to be in. I kind of so, like seclude myself. Which is something I've learned to not do now it makes that social interaction that much harder and then it makes this feels like um am I making this person feel bad because I just uh secluded myself or I just shrunk into myself um so I try not to do that for that sole purpose but I would say if you find yourself feeling anxious or you feel like you might have social anxiety, I would definitely say talk to someone. Try to um, make, first off, make sure you get professionally diagnosed, but also find out what works for you. So yoga and breathing meditation might work for me, but for someone else that suffers from social anxiety, it might not do anything for them. They might have to do something else. Like, I've met people who run and it helps with their social anxiety. Or I've met someone who, to cope, they have a rubber band on their arm. 
and the constant pinching of it helps them cope. So you never know what someone means of coping is, but you have to find out what works for you. Um, and then I would also say find your supportive circle because the people that surround themselves with you, um, the people that you can call on when you're having this anxiety moment or the people who can be there for you and help you figure out, you know, your social anxiety or maneuver through it. Those are the people who make the great um, backbones for you, for you to call on. Because they they took the time to know that this is something that you suffer through and how to make it work for you. That makes them the best people for you to go to when you feel like you're being anxious and you need to talk it out. But yes, social anxiety is an interesting thing to have and maneuver through life, but it's doable. I can tell you that for a fact. 